it's not a kind journey now I'm more sick to the extent that it all started out with seizures, headaches, sore feet, hallucinations and weight loss. Little did then 15 years old Nomfundo Lamini know that these were signs of an ancestral gift. After spending close to 80,000 rands of her family savings in her training, Lamini's health deteriorated even further. That's when she met her mentor, Mamdube, who trained her to become the healer she is today. Now 29, Lamini is a new age Sangoma who's taken advantage of the ever-growing digital space, both in her practice and on her journey to the top of the corporate communications sector. She sat down with me, Mulebuhe Mokoga and Palisa Lamini, to reflect on the gift that nearly killed her. You're listening to the Winning Women Podcast. Goku's journey started probably when I was 14, 15. Um, I think I went on a school camp one day and suddenly I came back um, having what people would call, I think, fits or amafufunyan. I'd seen almost like a snake figure and I couldn't stop screaming. So like I went from not stopping screaming there and they calmed me down to going every other day schooling and like I'd have periods where I'm just sitting in class and I blank out and all of a sudden that thing and just scream but no one knew you know and then as time went by I think the helper at home told my parents no guys I think there's something more going on here like how is she just collapsing in class, crying, screaming all the time. So I think she then said you know, I know that you guys like don't believe in this stuff So there was a prophet in that area who when my family took me there, she did help me, but she didn't tell me I was gifted, you know So over the years I would go to her when like I, like this stuff would start, but I didn't really know, you know over time, it just wasn't stopping, and I was developing more symptoms. Let's put it like that. So, nini 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 was a masibind, nini nini funkala, nini nini angkono kamba, angkono like life started becoming difficult. Nshusha na ikand, you know. So I had been dreaming all my life, but I never connected my dreams to me becoming a healer. In fact. I don't think at any point anyone thought I would become a healer, you know, like we just thought, ah, but she'll be fine. I think eventually I started having weird interactions with people, you know, so I'd be in a mall 
and umuntu and be like, okay. So the long and the short of it is that eventually I started getting really, really sick. Eventually, Giti, they take me back to this lady. And this lady is just like, girl, I held out for the longest time. You know, but now I really need to sit you down and tell you, Guti, you are going to become a traditional healer. I don't think you've got a choice in the matter. And I think this is what you need to do. So the interesting part is that I did go and train and I thought, geez, it's going to be like a good three, four months. I'll go home and I'll get my life back. Surprise, surprise. I did go and train. I that, came home, got even more sick. Now I'm more sick to the extent that actually now I'm like, and in the year where I started training, my mom had just passed away. So my family was really at a point where they like, and I'm like, actually, I'm not going to tell my family that I'm not okay because I'm just not sure. I've spent so much money. I had spent at least over 80,000 rand to date at that time, sure. just trying to sort my gift out with this one lady. And I was so sure. One thing, but you were like a log, you know. So no matter what even now, man, but this and But So Okay, mama and go so must figure lo avela should hey yenuzuzama like ugungsiza but she's not sure ugusi uzokona na ugungsiza because at that time since the deadline it is going at least I could go back to varsity finish that last paper then I got my honors but managing from seventh I'm controlling seventh and I remember using those I'm shoot the ways that says it bearing a con ukokwa mungza lai u mama gababa she would talk like even doing good yo. So But lo mama condition it was hey, family because she doesn't know So in other words, man just pants zero. Mantwasile, angitaba ngane kunawe mele bakupele, bakupele yonche ni poe guti nao ya utwasile. But minagimi mangfiga, benye kole yonche. So I could see guti kona le ngulu mongam enga yazi. Nye mkitini. Angitima skita, sizo kita nje. So, lelanga leli kandala ngube ngatile angsi nda ya bo. Maramang logu mkita, shuiti ngbona ma picture ngabandu. Weabon. Niego your parents, how did they react to the whole thing? So I think my dad passed on when I was quite young, around seven oh, months. So okay. he was not involved, but his mom is born again Christian even now. And she just, 
she doesn't like it, but I think she loves me. So she's fine with me. She's just not fine with my gift. <laughs> and then on my mom's side, my mother knew, you know, this one is a bit different. And so by the time my mom um, passed on, I think my mom could see where it was going. Um, but I think just on a personal level, it was something that she wouldn't go through, but would probably have supported me through. With regards to your religious beliefs, mm. did they ever clash with you, uh, your gift? No. So I think when I mentioned my gifts, I did say one of them is Tsunya, right? So Tsunya is the gift of prophecy, um, which largely comes from the church. A lot of traditional healers, remember, were no longer allowed to practice. You know, it was deemed as witchcraft and, and, and. And so in a sense, we were forced, whether we like it or not, to kind of believe in the Bible, you know? Um, but people never want to talk about those parts when they talk about traditional healers, you know? I don't know if I believe in God, um, but I do believe somehow in light. How have consultations been since COVID-19? We don't mind doing consultations over the phone, but consultations are really, really personal, and we would like to see people face to face. And even for us, like so that now But if is not here, the next consultation we are on. So I think it makes them less personal. I think for me, it's been a constant flow, you know, like at times I even try and take a break because I feel like I can't breathe, you know. Um, but I think for the most part, that has been one of the best things for me during this period. So consulting with people and realizing Guti, the messages from the ancestors still promise Uguti there's life after this. Do you feel like as traditional healers, you are being left out of the whole COVID-19 battle? You know, I think in the beginning, I felt that way. But as I went deeper into my thinking, I then thought, Uguti, this was a situation that should be challenging us as Africans, Uguti. Well, you guys should be at the forefront of a lot of the things that are happening in your own country. And take the blame if you're not at the forefront, because it's because you've been relaxed and you've allowed people to actually like just sideline you and you be fine with that. Is a struggle in balancing the two sort of corporate side of your life and the traditional healer part of your life, or you found a way to bring them together? Or... Uh, yeah, I think it's a difficult one, that one, because I think for the most part, I wasn't uh, finding difficulty balancing because I thought, okay, I go to work Monday to Friday, um, and then on weekends, I do my healing work. But now, because... I'm getting more interested in my healing work. I find days where I'm like, ah, do I have to work today? Can't I just help a few clients out, you know? So in that regard, I think it does get tough because as opposed to what I thought before, because I thought, geez, these people are wasting my time. Do they really think I'd want to and help people? But now because I'm gaining more interest, now I'm like, Ish, maybe actually what's going to happen to my life is that I'm going to leave corporate and do healing on a full-time basis, you know, which is something that I had never thought about until this year. But what I like about my healing work is that um, just on a corporate level, yes, I want to guys are vicious, you know. So I do get an extra level of protection because my ancestors do show me things ahead of time. 
you know, and that I'm always really grateful for because I think even opportunities at work, whatever is coming my way, my ancestors do give me signs. Even if I shouldn't be coming to work on a certain day, I will not arrive. Trust me. criticism. I've been criticized throughout my journey and I think that's why I'm okay, you know, um, because from the onset, no one was ever saying to me, you'll do well. You know, which is fine because remember, Guti, my ancestors are the ones that chose me. They are the ones that knew Guti. I just needed to trust them. But really, on a level of criticism, I think even traditional healers are very critical people. You know, it's hard for you to get from someone who's a healer a congratulations or you're doing well in this path so it's not a kind journey anyway i could do this interview and be criticized for telling my truth That was Nongfundo Dlamini telling us about some of the challenges she's had to overcome to become the winning woman she is today. Tune in next time as we continue to search for more of South Africa's winning women. And until then, keep following us on our social media platforms, hashtag winningwomen.